Hi friends, it's your host, Bryn. Welcome to Bryn Moves, the podcast. I'm a certified yoga instructor, professional dancer, and wellness entrepreneur. I'm on a serious but super fun mission to inspire and empower lives. We're here to chat about wellness and fitness, as well as some tools for shifting your mindset so you can live your best. I hope you feel motivated to dive into your own unique and powerful wellness journey after listening in. So whether you're in your car, at home in bed, food prepping, or putting on your makeup, turn up the volume and tune in for some serious motivation and inspiration. You're tuned in to Bryn Moves, the podcast. Hey friends, welcome back to Bryn Moves, the podcast. Today I want to talk about the word grit. Um, This word has come up so much lately, both in business and also in our family setting. And I was kind of doing some journaling on it today and just really thinking like, what is grit and how do we get it? And this is one of the questions that um, we've been asking ourselves a lot at home and, you know, asking how do we display and create grit with our children as well. And, you know, I think grit comes from getting through uh, tough stuff. And sometimes you just don't have all that much tough stuff to get through, right? So naturally, some people are going to have um, that grit from the things that have happened in their life that they've had to go through. And then other people um, maybe haven't had the same life experiences where they've had to have grit in order to make it through. And so how do you create that? Um, and 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 bring that into someone's uh, being and into someone's character, right? Grit is like a a character trait. How do you bring that into someone's character if they haven't had to go through extremely difficult times or really challenging situations? And I think grit is so useful in business, um, in driving us forward. It's so useful in reaching our goals and getting to our biggest visions and Kids can use grit, adults can use grit, everyone can use some grit. And so I always think when I think of the word grit, I literally picture like when I was little, I loved to play outside and I would like fall when I was a kid on the ground and have like, you know, those tiny little rocks that would land like in your hands and like implant themselves into your like knees. (laughs) And then you just keep going even though there's rocks like in your hands and in your knees like you don't care and you're still like rolling around on the ground and riding a bike and jumping around and like to me that's grit it's like it's like people like some people look for every excuse to give up right to self-sabotage because that's easier than having grit and it's easier oftentimes than actually reaching your goal right so that that um you know short-term sacrifice that we have to make in order to reach our, our bigger visions and goals requires some grit. And, and it's easier to just give up and to look for excuses um, for why we can't do something. Um, you know, those rocks in our knees, those rocks in our hands, we could be like, oh, well, now I can't go on, you know, because there's rocks in my knees. <laughs> and it's like, if you have grit, then, you know, people with grit keep going despite any roadblocks that they come across. And that's what, that's what successful people do, right? It's like when a roadblock comes, like they're going to come and successful people don't get stopped by those roadblocks. We go around them, we go above them, we find a way to break through them. And that's where, that's where the grit comes in. And so 
Like, how do we create this with our children? And like, how do we create this in our business organizations while still fostering a loving and supportive community? Um, the way that, that I learned grit. So like, I think some people have this through nature and some people have it through nurture, um, or maybe like a mix of both. And, and I'm, I was thinking, how did I learn to have grit? And I really think I got my grit from facing so much rejection in dance, being growing up as a competitive dancer and a competitive gymnast, and then you're earning a bachelor of fine arts degree, going to school for dance, and then moving to LA to be a professional dancer. It's like through doing that, I learned grit because imagine like literally putting your blood and your sweat and your tears and your your life like out. Okay. It's like literally blood, sweat and tears (laughs) out there and, and into something and then, and then being told no, like all the time. (laughs) So like, that's what happens when you're an athlete, when you're a dancer, when, um, you're in any like competitive field. Right. So I know there's other people with other jobs that are in, you know, a competitive field and you're, you're putting your all into something and, committing your life to this something and then imagine doing that and like constantly being told no and then year years go by where you're being told no and then you get the occasional yes and then you get a bunch of no's and then you get the occasional yes and it's like those yeses that we get are worth it that's why we keep going um but in between we have to have the grit in order to get past all the rejection, all the no's. And I think that's where like the average person gets stuck. So if you're trying to be average, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, (laughs) because here is where we learn to be great, right? And where we learn to go further. And so, you know, the average person gets stuck when they, when they're told no too many times, or even just a couple of times, or even just once, right? Sometimes people are told no one time. And to them, that's like, you know, their, their sign, or they believe that's their sign that like, it's not meant to be. Um, I don't really think that anyone actually believes that. I think that you know in your heart that you could find some grit and get working and get going again and get back up, um, dust yourself off, you know, try again. Um, uh, but the excuses sometimes are so much easier to grasp onto and to um, attach ourselves to than, um, you know, the the getting back up. The easy road is is the excuses, is the attachment to those stories that we have. And, you know, if you're going to go, okay, well, I guess it wasn't meant to be after one no, well, then it's certainly not going to be for you because, you know, you, you don't have the grit. <laughs> I think it takes the grit to be to be great and, and to succeed. And, you know, some, some people have this and, and some people just don't, but I think that you can learn it. I think that you can become aware of it and then bring it into your being and bring it into your character. We get to decide every day how we show up and who we show up as and what energy we bring to our communities and to our space and to our families and to our business and to our relationships. And so it's like, do you, you know, what do you want to bring? And then you have to decide. And even if you didn't go through some really tough stuff in your life growing up that gave you that grit, like by, by, um, you know, nature, um, can you learn it? Can you teach it to yourself? No matter how old you are, what your current lifestyle is, where you live, what you do, like, 
what you've been through, can you, can you teach it to yourself? I think the answer is yes, you can. You just have to become aware of it and decide that's the energy that you want to bring and have, um, and become aware of the moments when we're self-sabotaging, when we're taking the easy road and when we're going, Oh, it was a no. So it must not be meant to be. Not everything that we do is going to come easily to us. Not everything that I'm meant to do in my life is going to be a breeze. <laughs> um, sometimes we, the universe or God, you guys have heard me say this before, will like dangle it in front of you and go, do you really want this? And it's like, there's other people who want it. It's like, do you really want it? Or, you know, are you going to let someone else, someone else take it? And that's one of the things that we, that we really um, work with our kids on is like, you know, and even my dance students, like we're in the studio. And the thing is, is that, um, like we always say, someone else is coming for your spot. (laughs) Like, do you really want it? Do you really, really want it? Because someone else is always coming for your spot and, you know, drive and commitment will always supersede talent. Drive and commitment will always supersede talent. So you might come in with that natural talent, um, but the person who, um, you know, learned to find their drive, the person who learned to be committed, the person who learned to keep going with the dirty knees and the, and the scraped shins and the bloody hands, <laughs> the person who kept going with the rocks in their, in their palms and in their knees and in their shoes, like that's the person who's going to take the spot. It doesn't matter if you're more talented. It doesn't matter if you've been there longer, the, the, the drive and the commitment is going to come through. The grit is going to show over, you know, if you're in dance, like the super stretched foot or the person who has the best ballet technique, like they're not always going to book the job. They're not always going to keep the spot. Like someone's coming for your spot um, because they have grit, because they really want it, because they get up when they get knocked down, because they don't take no for an answer. Um, the roadblocks, they, they, they exist, but they work around, they bust through. And so, you know, I really learned um, through dance to start like at the bottom of the barrel and learn how to work my way up. And, um, I think a lot of people just want to ask for things and have it handed to them. They want to just, um, have it given to them. And to me, I'm like, no, like, you know, and same when we're raising our kids, like if we're always just saying yes and always giving them everything they ask for without them having to work for it or, grind for it or, or learn, learn some, learn a lesson, you know, for it. It's like, are we really setting them up for success for their future and for their life? Um, when they have a career, when they have a relationship, when they have bigger things on the line, um, and the answer is no, we're not setting them up for success by always saying yes, or, or giving them everything, um, you know, when they ask, because that doesn't teach them that grittiness and that, that those character traits of being resilient. And so, um, you know, I really learned through dance, uh, that things aren't just going to be given to me. Um, I learned to start at the bottom of the barrel and I believe that's why I am where I am now, why I had, um, such a quick and, uh, journey to success in my network marketing business. That's why I, you know, believe that I can 
you know, stick it out and be consistent with all the other projects that I'm doing and find success in things and make things happen. It's like, people are always like, how do you do everything you do? Like, oh my gosh, you're doing so much. Da, da, da. And it's like, yeah, but I have that grit. I have that drive because I know that nothing's going to be handed to me. And then things that are just handed to you, you're like, did I really work for this? Like, you know, it's nice when things align and when things fall into place and things fall in your lap. But there's other stuff that I want that I know no one is going to give to me. Like I have to do it myself. I have to put myself out there on the line and, and work for it every day. Um, despite the challenges that I'm facing and the roadblocks that I'm coming across. And so I remember this story. Um, I thought about this this morning while I was journaling about this topic a little bit. And when I was a kid, um, I was at my, you know, competitive dance studio and my dance teacher, my mom had called my dance teacher, who is also the owner of the dance studio. And my mom had, was like trying to stand up for me and was like, why is my daughter not in the front row? Or like, why is she not getting any of these like special parts or like a solo? And I remember I was in eighth grade at the time and I had auditioned and landed a spot in the highest level at my dance studio. So I was in eighth grade dancing with seniors in high school, kids that were you know, or juniors and seniors in high school, like kids that were four and five years older than me and, and had been dancing much longer than me as well. I started, also started dance really late and had a quick journey up to, you know, the top of my studio. And so I learned this really important lesson. I'll never forget what she told my mom. My mom was like, why is my kid not like you put her in this group? And then she's in the back, you know, like, why did you put her in this most advanced group and then like not let her shine? And I remember that my dance teacher told my mom straight up on the phone, <laughs> the dance teachers said have no filter. This is where you learn the grit. Okay. They're like, she was like, yeah, your daughter is like, Brynn is at the bottom of the barrel. Like she's got to work her way up. Like, yeah, she's in the group, but like, She's in eighth grade. This is her first year in this group. And like, she's got to show that she deserves her spot here. She's got to earn her place in the front row. She doesn't just get a spot because she's in this group. And my mom was like, oh, like that just shut her up real quick. She's like, okay, I think we both learned a lesson that day. And, you know, at first I was like, we were a little upset. Like we were like, oh, that's like a rude thing to say. And then I was like, that lesson has stuck with me my entire life and has now helped me be successful in business and be a good coach to people who are like, you know, wanting to be successful in their businesses as well. Um, I'm like, okay, you're at the bottom of the barrel, you know, and that's not a negative thing. It's not a bad thing. And you're not stuck there. Nobody's holding me at the bottom of the barrel. It's just, I have to earn my place to the top. I had to earn my spot in the front row of the dance. I had to earn my solo. I didn't just, you don't just get these things. And so that, that was a great lesson for me to be like, I'm in eighth grade. I'm in the highest group. That's an accomplishment. And now I need to continue to work, um, in order to shine. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll just never forget that. And now I think of that when people are like, I want to be able to speak on the call or like, I want to be able to share. I want to, you know, be able to shine. And it's like, well, that's great. Like you're going to speak on the call when you build a team, right? And then you can have as many calls as you want and speak on them. Right. Or like if the kids are like, 
I want to, you know, whatever. And I'm like, all right, well, if you want that, you know, you want to show, you want to sing in front of a bunch of people and you want your own record deal, that's your life dream, then you better get, get to work, right? Like you're at the bottom of the barrel. Nobody's going to give that to you. And, and then you figure out how do I work? How do I shine? How do I get my spot? And like you take what is available to you. You go out there and you take it. Nobody's like waiting at your front door to be like, okay, you're the next like child star. You know, it's like, no, where are you going to, you got to find your grit. You got to show up. You got to be consistent. Um, you have to have commitment. And so, um, I wrote down like four things that grit means based on the letter. So like G R I T for grit. So the G stands for gratitude. Um, People who have grit have gratitude. Gratitude is huge. Gratitude is like a muscle. The more that we show gratitude and the more we flex our gratitude muscles, okay, the stronger that force in our life becomes. And when we're grateful, if we start to, so say you write your gratitude list out, right? And you're like, I'm so grateful for kind people, fresh air, um, a great relationship and healthy food. And then it's like all of a sudden, like you're running in, you're, you're running to whole foods and you're like on your mind is healthy food and you're getting all these great um, ingredients for recipes. And then in there you run into like, you meet three new people at the grocery store that are really kind. And you're like, wow, everyone's so nice. And then you remember, oh yeah, that's what I wrote on my gratitude list. Right. And then like, it's a beautiful day outside and you notice it and you have a moment with yourself and you're like, it's a beautiful day. And it's like, we start to notice these things because we've brought them into our awareness and we're almost like manifesting them by being grateful. And so people with grit have gratitude. We're grateful to get to do the things we do. So I wrote, you, you know, you get to do, not have to do. Um, one of my friends, uh, she, she, I, she always speaks like this. Just yesterday I was talking to her and I said, oh, let's go to lunch this week. What are you doing on Friday? And she said, oh, I get to work all day Friday, but I can do Monday. And I heard, I heard it. Like I was so aware that she said, I get to work. She didn't say I have to work, which is what most of us say, right? Oh, I have to work. Oh, I have to drive my kid here. Oh, I have to um, clean my house. Like it's like, no, I get to. I get to drive my child to dance. I get to um, do my laundry and have fresh, clean clothes. I get to go to work and serve my clients and and you know the people coming in to to receive from me. So it's like. Okay, gratitude. I get to not have to. And then the R of grit stands for repetition. This is the part that people are missing. The average person is missing the don't give up factor. Okay. So you need, you need 10 people to sign up for your program and you've asked a hundred and, and, and five said yes. Well, ask a hundred more. Like that's what someone with grit does. Someone with grit does the repetition. If you already asked a hundred, but you need to ask a hundred more and then you need to ask a hundred more after that, like you learn to work until, and that's grit. Um, you know, in, in network marketing and in, in marketing in general and in business in general, it takes a lot of touches to make an impact on people's lives. You don't just talk to someone one time and they see the big picture, right? Um, it takes like seven to 10 touches before someone's like, Oh, I want to do this. I want to dive into this or this seems important. And so people with grit understand that repetition and we don't get in our head about it. You just do it. Right. 
And then the I stands for in, okay? You have to be all in. This is an important lesson I learned. Um, well, I've learned it many times, but I learned it in dance and I learned it in business. And, you know, you have to be willing to go two feet in. And when you're standing in the doorway with one foot inside the house and one foot out on the porch, it's like you're not really all in. You can't really enjoy the party. You can't really build the relationships because you're like you're standing in the doorway and you're also blocking the flow. So like nobody else can come into the party and people can't really leave and it's stagnant and you're just standing in the doorway like get out of the way. Get in the house or get out of the house, right? Get your two feet in or get your two feet out. But there's that one foot in, one foot out that doesn't create grit. It just, you're just, it's just creating blockage and confusion. So the I is for in, be all in. And then the T is for the amazing word tenacity. To me, tenacity is like when you're very determined. It's about persistence, like not giving up. And that comes back to that idea of drive and commitment always superseding talent. Because if you really want something, then you have tenacity. You are very determined and you stay consistent and persistent with what you're doing. And then again, you work until. So grit, gratitude, repetition, being all in and tenacity. So I want you to think in your life, like, where can I find a little grit? And if you're like, I have grit, but I'm nervous that my kids don't have grit. Like, that's how we are. We're like, okay, we've got grit. How do we teach these kids who are giving this amazing life to like, how do we teach them grit? And it's like, you know, or if you, if you're a, if you're a school teacher, a dance teacher, or, you know, if you're a leader in your career, like your business organization or your coach, like, how can you create that grit and and drive that grit home for people. And I think it's about holding people accountable, right? My dance teacher held me accountable to create grit. She did not give me the spot in the front row. Same with our kids. Like we do not just give them everything they ask for because then we're missing out on that life lesson of, of, um, you know, creating, uh, the grit and the tenacity that it takes to, um, you know, really be great and get to the top yourself so that you know how to get to the top again and again and again. Because you know, in life as humans, we're always like, what's next? There's no getting to the top once and being like, I made it. It's like you get there and then you're like, what do I do now? And how do I get to the top of that? And then the top of that and then the top of that. And, um, you know, that energy, that, that, um, that depth of like building that takes grit, like true grit. And so you, you either, you either have it or you don't. And if you don't have it, become more aware of it and ask yourself where you can implement some of these tools and these things and these ideas of gratitude and repetition and being all in, like into your life. You're tuned in to Bryn Moves, the podcast. <laughs>